to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 195, Victory of the Daleks. My name is John, and joining me every time we come out of a DNA thing all shiny and new is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, hello. How are you? I'm I'm pretty well. I'm pretty well. It's been, been a very busy day to make up for a very chill and downright ultra lazy Father's Day. Yes, that's what I should have opened with. Oh my goodness. Happy, happy belated father. I wished you happy. The people haven't heard me wish you happy Father's Day. So happy Father's Day. (laughs) Thank you very much. It was it was relaxed. It it was it was like we hardly did anything all day. And it was kind of a delight. Uh, Amber and the kids went out and got like like a Noah's brunch thing for breakfast and she had also ordered up from a company called Gold Belly. Oh, a, um, I've heard. Have you? I have. Um, yeah, ordered up some uh, barbecue uh, from a place somewhere, um, <laughs> and it was good, and it was very filling. Um, so filling that it got to almost be nine o'clock this morning, and I still wasn't really hungry for breakfast, but I knew I probably should eat something. Oh man, that's. <laughs> to me, that's the best. I'm yeah, not joking. It's the best. No, I get it. Because normally 6.45, 7 o'clock rolls around, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I, I need breakfast. I need something <laughs> in me as I sit down to start working. But yeah, I went out for an entire walk, got back, did some more work, and then went, oh, God, it's almost 9. I probably should eat something. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, I'm trying to think of... This weekend seems like a blur. Um, can't even really remember what what I did this weekend, but uh, right. I'm I'm doing okay. Um, we are the thing about being at home all the time is you just want to buy stuff for the house. Mm, I get it. So we are we've uh, you know we've been hanging some art. We've been hanging some. Uh, we have spice racks now. It's crazy. What? Spice racks. Good. Yeah. Heavens. They also house our hot, our many, many hot sauces. Oh, are you guys hot sauce fans? I am. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, uh, she likes one or two of them, but I have a bevy of them. Fair. Um, Fair. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what else. You know, just hanging out with Henson. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Henson the little pup. Um, pretty busy day to day at work, but uh, yeah, overall, um, I'm doing all right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Can't believe I can't think of anything else besides uh, hanging art and spice racks. Uh, it happens sometimes. But th- this is where we are. And where we are right now before we get to who news is what's making us happy this week. So, Taylor, take it away. Um, You know, I, I, a couple of things for me, I guess. Um, you know, I know I've mentioned the uh, Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult yes. before. Uh, they are still... Now, almost 100 days into this, uh, doing their uh, uh, paranormal quarantine, last week was an all-hellier-themed week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had um, 
in-depth posts about the tin can and some rare John Keel and some rare Kentucky Goblin stuff, um, uh, all pretty much culminating Saturday night with a live commentary of the last episode of season two. Ooh. Um, so it it literally was uh, Greg and Dana and Carl and Tyler and Connor all basically on a Zoom call effectively. It wasn't on Zoom, but... Right. And three or 400 of us watching along as they, you know, talked about different things from when they were on that part of the adventure. So that was a, that was a pretty big blast. Um, that was fun to watch. Um, and yeah, I'm still, I'm still finding myself more and more in need of music. And I've the past like four or five weeks, I've made this strange meandering from wanting like classic rock and bluegrass. And then I went into like two weeks of just wanting nothing but reggae music. And for some reason I fell down a rabbit hole of something called bardcore this morning, which is basically people using medieval instruments to cover modern songs. Um, and that has, <laughs> I literally spent like an hour this evening, just, just pulling every like obscure, like nineties tune I loved into a Spotify playlist. Um, but yeah, it's been a weird, weird ride musically lately. Bardcore. Bardcore. Yeah. Go look it up. There's, there's some really good stuff. There's a, uh, a really good cover of radio hits creep. Um, there's an amazing cover of Hathaway's "What Is Love." Oh my god! Oh yeah, and 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 they they take the lyrics and they make them sound more medieval. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, this would have been great for like, um, uh, not not the King's Demons, but uh, well, probably the King's Demons, but the uh, the Third Doctor story that we had set in the Middle Ages. Oh right? yes, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> the Time Warrior. The Time, and, yes, the Time. Um, Warrior. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, oh, uh, Gautier's uh, somebody that I used to know. I did, I good. did just do a Google search and that came up. That one came up. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I was very surprised. Very funny. Very surprised. Uh, what about you, John? Now that I have rambled for many minutes, what is making you happy? Wow, I actually forgot. I thought I had already said what was making me happy. I went, uh oh, I didn't say anything. Um, uh, I got a green screen. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I um, it's it's I guess make it's going to make me happy when I get it set up. Um, nobody told me that I need proper lighting for a green screen. Oh, uh huh. And by nobody, I mean my friends who have green screens. Nobody said, "Oh, I hope you have lighting," or so I just have this green screen without proper lighting. So I have to get some lighting for that. But I'm excited to get it set up and. Get that working. I guess the other thing that's making me happy this week is, I guess, breaking news. Uh, there, There's going to be baseball this year. Oh, um, okay. So it's going to be a 60-game season. So I am I guess I'm excited about that. And I it's say normally, it, what, at least twice that long, right? It's 162. Oh, wow. It's almost three times that. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm happy about that. And I say I guess because there's a lot of, like nonsense on both sides going on right now mm -hmm. between the players association and the owners and the committee. It's just a whole mess. I don't even think I fully understand the ramifications of what this will mean for baseball in the future, but we're getting baseball this year. I I'm excited about that. So yeah, I'm happy about that too. So that's there you go. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Right on. 
All right. Let us get to the Who News. Yes, indeed. And first off, I don't know um, how many of our listeners, especially listeners in the UK, um, I don't even know what the UK is going to be doing about students in the classroom next year, but a company called Twinkle um, spelled without the E on the end. So I don't know if they're just trying to be hip or somebody already took Twinkle with the E on the end. Um, They are an educational publisher. They've partnered with BBC Studios to create a range of educational Doctor Who resources for children between 7 and 11 years of age. Um, So uh, stuff that we've seen in the past couple of seasons like uh, Rosa Parks, uh, The Partition of India, Nikola Tesla, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, They are basically uh, fleshing out those episodes with educational resources that give students of that age range more stuff to dive into. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Arachnids in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terra. Terra. Terror. <laughs> Terra. I feel like I did that last time, too. You might have. Um, Rosa and the Demons of the Punjab. Uh, that's cool. Uh, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's neat. I think that's, um, you know, hopefully we'll we'll cause those kids to go, oh, hey, I can learn more about this rather than, oh, God, now they're learning stuff about this show that I like. I don't like it as much anymore. (laughs) Um, So the folks over at Gizmodo, I will be 100 percent honest. I really I tried to read through this article and I got lost. So they they are attempting to lay out the very timey-wimey history of the time war yeah i'm uh i am scrolling through this yeah it is not a short article no it is not um it covers stuff from the show it covers big finish uh titles it's it's a lot to take in and they what i found most interesting is they actually kind of take a crack at well okay granted it is a war that that spans time so where can you say that it starts? Um, and they're like, you know what? Genesis of the Daleks, the 1975 Tom Baker story where the Time Lords send him back to destroy the Daleks before they get started mm-hmm. as kind of like the the initial spark of the Time War, as it were. Um, granted, that's not necessarily canonical. That's just the writers taking a stab at like, well, where would it have started? Yeah, right. This is- places any and i'm like oh, i can kind of see that yeah sorry um i other breaking news my parents house just sold so oh. <laughs> i just got that note come across my screen <laughs> so uh i guess uh what else is making me happy this week uh my parents sold their house um that good for them um taylor when i come to san jose i need a place to stay now and my mom is attempting to call me nobody knows <laughs> my schedule <laughs> it's just wibbly wobbly timey wimey yep. over here at pincroft loft and it and at those chimes the oven is now ready to i can't tell from here maybe bake cookies Ooh, the the excitement between both our homes tonight <laughs> never a dull moment no uh, never a dull moment well, on the heels of the exciting news of your folks selling their house, congratulations <laughs> to them. Um, Titan Comics have announced their uh, Time Lord Victorious 
uh, oh, title, yes. well, Time Lord Victorious number one for them, which will will debut on September 2nd of this year. Um, obviously, you can pre-order it in comic stores if your comic stores are open, and we highly encourage you to support them. And if they are not, you can get them on digital devices. Um, so yeah, Time Lord Victorious, uh, number one, written by uh, frequent Gallifrey One guest Jody Hauser. Yeah. Uh, with art by Roberta Ingranata. In, Ooh, in of Witchblade fame. Yes. Nice. Yes. Very cool. So they've got they've got a couple yeah, man. a couple of the covers, a little bit of the art. It looks like it's gonna be good. So is the this is the um tenant in Gallifrey Garb, is that just an that's an that's the overall poster, right? Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure because that was um they've used that in other places. Mm. Oh man, yeah, these look great. Yeah. This looks, this is, I mean, this is, this is a very, if you really think about it, this is super daunting. uh, And like, this is uh, pretty crazy for them to, to be like, we're going to use all of our mediums to tell this story. Oh yeah, it definitely is. And, and I have to wonder how the pandemic may affect stuff like, um, um, I think they said like, not panic rooms, but something like that. There was going to be some sort of live aspect to it and i don't know if they're having to retool that or what i haven't heard any news to that effect but obviously you know that's something to think about yeah absolutely we should cover it let's do it (laughs) good lord i don't even know where i'd start i don't know where to start or where to begin yes that would be that'd be nuts let's not forget we both have um like six hundred dollars worth of humble bundle stuff that we could just (laughs) as easily dive into uh, from like what three months ago <laughs> yeah so we we have no shortage of stuff to dive into in fact i just bought the uh big finish title stranded oh nice uh, yep i'm like oh it's out now i'm like i'm just gonna go ahead and get it i want to hear it so didn't i pre-order that was that one of the ones i, I believe pre-ordered? you did i don't even know anymore everyone I it's just like did. every time we record i'm just uh taylor says the previews and i go that sounds great and then i just get it um out of time i have oh i do have stranded hey look at that you've got this great yeah we got a lot we have we have way too much stuff to cover if we ever do indeed finish uh all of doctor who right which at this rate (laughs) will be pretty soon oh i don't know about that yeah Yeah, see see uh cult box has got some news and again all the links will be in the show notes um so the the series 13 progress is contingent on social distancing rules um and i love that this article actually opens up with uh the news that was dropped to gallifrey one that season 13 was set to begin uh filming in september um yes now, as far as I know, all the production stuff has been, you know, all the writing and stuff has been continuing as normal. Um, <clears throat> obviously, there is still the pandemic ongoing. You know, this first wave is kicking back up again. Yep. Um, so they are working on all of that. I have seen the Doctor Who production news account kind of um, share tweets that I, it looks like at least... Um, some of the crew are uh, taking like, it's almost like a certification course uh, in, um, you know, 
working uh, while also being socially distant and and you know getting some sort of uh, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> Just found it. Several uh, of the crew members who have worked on Doctor Who and other productions have posted photos of certificates of completion for an online course developed uh, for on-set film production, COVID-19 safety. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, so they definitely seem like they're gearing up in a way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we'll see what that does to um, the start of production. Yeah. Boy, if that gets delayed, uh, the nice thing is that Revolution of the Daleks is all already shot oh, in the yeah. can. So at least when we get to the Christmas season, the Christmas New Year season, we will have at least one new story, even though we may not know when our next season will start. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something to look forward to at least. And yeah, I mean, uh, Lauren is doing a lot of these because, you know, production's starting to. Uh, slowly start back up uh, mm -hmm. around LA. So she's been putting together some documents and some some packages or some kits, if you will, to make sure yeah. every, everybody is clean and safe and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, around the world it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then lastly, a couple notes that don't have links. If you are listening to this before, Friday the 26th of this month, Gallifrey One Hotel Day is on Friday at noon. Oh, yes, it is. So the the block will be opening up of rooms. We're all going to try to get some. Yeah. I know that my, my roommates of previous years have kind of talked with other friends about an Airbnb. And I'm like, um, hey, oh, include me, please. Yes, please include. Um. But I'm like, look, I'm still going to try to nab something for that uh, Thursday to Sunday block. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, who knows what the situation will be. Really? They've talked about getting an Airbnb? Just, yeah, just in the background. Where? Just, I don't know. I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I, I agree. It, it I agree. makes. I would rather be. Look, I know they all listen to this. I think. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea because if you if you really think about it, if you want to see something there there is nothing around in that area that um that is like a house. Yeah, you'd have to drive a little bit, huh? Yeah, you would have to drive a, a I'd say a decent amount. But well, you know, I'm gonna have to crash with you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're even further. That's it, true. You're not staying at the no, we're not. We're not at the the house. We're we're in Valley Village now. That's right. Well, shoot. Um, hey, Mike's loco. <laughs> no, Mike's Mike's. Oh, uh, well, are you saying like at someone to room with? Yes. I was going to say Mike's not Mike's not down here. He never was actually. No, I thought no. he was. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, in terms of rooming with. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's stuff that we will worry about figuring out, and it's nothing you need to worry about, listener. It's very true. Uh, um, and this week's Big Finish Lockdown uh, free title is from the River Song Collection. Yes. So if you haven't gone and grabbed that, it's from the Diary of River Song. Um, I can't see which book it is without starting the, <laughs> the, the autoplay, but the story is called 529. It's from, I, I think I saw 2.2, .2, so I assume it's okay. from... 
uh, the second volume two episode two yes okay thank you thank you thank you appreciate that you are welcome all right there you go okay here we go folks victory of the daleks starring matt smith as the doctor karen gillen as amy pond ian mcneese as church is he just it's just churchill well winston churchill but it, i mean it's like saying share everybody knows who that's churchill you know is. what that, that is very true uh, Bill Pat uh, Bill Patterson as Bracewell and Nick Briggs as the voice of the Daleks it was written by Mark Gatiss and directed by Andrew Gunn. It first aired April. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it first aired April seventeenth, twenty ten. Yeah, this is ten years old. This is ten years old. And is the third episode of season five. Goodness gracious, we have some story notes. Brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed, indeed. Uh, in this episode, each each Dalek, each new Dalek, I should say, was given a different title that corresponded with its armor color. Namely, are you ready for this? This is so Star Trekky. Scientist, that was the orange one. Mm-hmm. Strategist, that was the blue one. Drone, that was the red one. Obviously the drone, red shirt. Yes, I was just going to say that, yeah. Eternal. Really? Weird. That's the yellow one. And Supreme. That's the white one. He comes with all the toppings. Oh, no, no. Wrong. Kind nope. of Supreme. Sorry. No, not, not that Supreme. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we will yeah. uh, We'll talk about these. Oh, boy, will we ever. These Daleks a little will later. Will we ever. In fact, I think every single one of our story notes, uh, this episode involves the Daleks in some way or <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, initially these new paradigm Daleks were going to replace those of the Davies era time war design. Uh, but due to, let's just say polarizing comments made about the new design of the TARDIS interior of John Pertwee's. Oh wait, no, that's last week. Uh, <laughs> the new designs of the Daleks concerning fan reactions. It was later decided, well, these new models would serve as a, uh, an officer class above these, these soldier variants. The Moffat and Davies era Daleks were later intermingled in Asylum of the Daleks to put them out of the rest. Ah, yes, Asylum of the Daleks. I yeah, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll talk about these these shiny boys. The shiny uh, boys, <laughs> <laughs> love it, love um, it. This is actually the first Dalek story since 1984's Resurrection of the Daleks not to feature the Daleks levitating. Oh, interesting. Yep. Um, yep, and those are definitely cookies baking. I can smell them. Hoo boy. Nice. Oh, Lucky. God, my mouth's watering. I know. Um, <laughs> well, they're chocolate chip cookies. I probably shouldn't be having a whole lot of chocolate right now. No, absolutely not. Um, so the Daleks that we've seen since the first season of Modern Who, believe it or not, I never knew this before. This blew my mind. Were designed so that the eye stock lined up with Billy Piper's eyes. That's crazy. That's I would never think of that as a guiding principle for like Dalek design. Well, we have to have the eye stock level with our companion. Wow. The new Daleks, our shiny boys, as I'm calling them, yes, are designed to match Karen Killen's height. So that's why they were so gigantic. Exactly. <laughs> so much for this this pure Dalek race. They're like, no, we just want to be tall enough to stare into Karen Killen's eyes. I see what you're up to, I, Dalek. I get it, Dalek. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, although Terry Nation originally based the Daleks on Nazis, I think that's kind of commonly known. This is the first time um, the Daleks have appeared in World War II, ironically helping the British fight the Nazis. <laughs> yes. 
Very interesting indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taylor, we got a world-famous synopsis, and then we can talk about these shiny boys. <laughs> I really wish I'd come up with the shiny boy's name earlier in the day. I would have worked it into my synopsis. But <laughs> the doctor and Amy answer the call of Churchill, trademark pending, only to discover British military green Daleks blasting Nazis out of the skies and serving tea to the locals. But not all is well in the ready room, and those Ironsides are playing a long con in order to resurrect the Dalek race. Can the doctor save the day and defeat the Daleks, especially when they've set us up the bomb? Yes, great reference. I have to always always. make uh, all your base or belong to us reference whenever I can. Absolutely. (laughs) I agree. So what do we, what do we think overall, Taylor? What did we think revisiting this now 10 year old episode? I know that's crazy to think that this is 10 years ago. Um, It's, you know what? It is hard not to love a Dalek story. Right. Um, It's, it's fun. It kind of uh, pushes the mythos open a little more, uh, even though these technicolor Daleks don't really last. Um, I kind of like how it kind of subverts our, um, I don't know, our expectations of the Daleks, at least for part of the story. Um, And for me, at least, I mean, it's a nice reminder of how good modern who can be. Ah, yes. Um, for me, oh, I'd say, and I, I did read this criticism somewhere. I, I, you know, Modern Who, this was this was a quick episode. I kind of wanted more. I kind of wanted a little more here. I feel like it was about 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe either, maybe 10 more minutes. Give me 10 more minutes of this. I think <laughs> I, just to let some stuff marinate a little longer, I think. I think that would have been cool. Some people are saying I, I wanted it to be a two-parter, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Pump the brakes maybe a little bit. <laughs> so so what you're saying is you're like, you like the Chidnall-length episodes. Yeah. But with I, this content. I think with this content, maybe if we told a longer story, it would have been, I think it would have been a little better. I overall really enjoyed this. I mean, like like I said at the end of last week's episode, we haven't reviewed a Matt Smith era episode in, I think, two, three years. Did I say two years or three I, years? I think it was two years. Yeah, I was looking at the sheet just today to confirm that my pick for next week hadn't already been done. Yeah, so. Uh, and it was like, oh, yeah, God, this has been a while since we've done some modern who. I've, I've pushed us deep into classic who for a good long while hey there's nothing wrong with that and i guess spoiler alert we're gonna bring it we're gonna bring it back uh to some newer stuff here yep which i'm excited about um and you know i think i think that's good i think it's good to to to, to uh spice it up a little bit to get some shiny boys in here <laughs> oh man that's okay that might we... need to be the alternate title here is shiny yeah, boys i think so i think so <laughs> but um yeah i think with um with modern who i did i did miss it i missed it a lot and they're just you know the open here um the cold open open and not only the cold open just the um the actual theme this theme and opening credits i missed Mm -hmm. a lot um i really really like that a lot um as we all know matt smith favorite doctor uh, yeah. for me so i'm just eating this all up um yeah just uh overall i'm glad i'm glad we're we're going on a modern who train here because it, it's weird because i watched the i watched this episode and it's like you can tell like not not 
besides besides it being you know more current, you can tell that there is the underlining tone of doctor and companion having a thing for each other. Oh God, yes, definitely. It's just like when we come out of that classic. I guess I'll call it. Uh, we'll call it uh, the wormhole when we come out of the the classic wormhole and we're in current. Who I'm like, whoa, this is. I can see where people would be like, that's not how it's supposed to be. It, it's funny. It it does kind of hit a little heavier after kind of being entrenched in classic Who for so long. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's nice. I I'm I always when I if you just have me think of matt smith's doctor you know my mind instantly goes to well he's tigger you know yes he is he is all flail he's all kermit arms and 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 you know talking twice the speed of sound yes um it, but i i forget how dark and serious he's able to come across and and the few times in this episode where he comes across that way i was like oh that's right he can do that i like that yeah, and I mean, we I think we also have to realize this is this is three episodes in, right? I know, and I forgot that. I went to go check and make sure that I had a DVD of this, and the first thing I grabbed was season six, thinking it was in his second season. I'm like, it's not on here. It's like, oh, it must be season five. And I pull it out, and I'm like, holy crap, it's the third episode yeah. of the season. Yeah, it, which, is, which is crazy, because there's a lot of like, Oh, so I guess we're not just going to be tooling around time and space. You have enemies and right, being daft and fixing stuff. Which yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, a- Amy is. If, these are two new characters, mm-hmm. basically brand new characters who have. Yeah, very much so. Which is why, for me, and I know, like, this is a the youngest doctor. And probably mm-hmm. one of the younger companions, and with that, you know, they're trying to bring in the the younger audience. So maybe this is this was people's first time uh, seeing a Dalek. So it had a little bit of a. It kind of felt like um, like the episode Dalek in in some ways. You know, I can see that a bit, especially when uh, the Doctor kind of goes off, and he's like, no. These can't be helpers. Yeah. You are Daleks. You you are evil. And 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 you know, to the point of taking this massive wrench. <laughs> yes. Like that is a comically huge, sized wrench. You know what? But they actually have some that are that big and they have a purpose. Those are real things. It's not just like a giant cartoon pencil or something on a Nickelodeon show, right? Yes. Um, and it's just wailing. Oh yeah. On this Dalek, and he's, you know, upending like, you know. Uh, uh, teacups out of the hand and stuff. <laughs> yes. and he, he's really raging, and I and I see that kind of like ninth Doctor kind of darkness and rage uh, in that scene, and yeah. it was just so well done. And also, um, the he also bicycle kicks it. <laughs> That's how he ends that scene. How he sends it backwards, sends it backwards yes. with a good old bicycle kick. That's right. That's right. Which I was just like, man, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy that um that whole scene where he is just trying trying to get them to admit who they are, and then when he finally admits the confession, when he can, you know, he says he's the Doctor and they are the Daleks, then they're like, oh yeah, uh, gotcha. 
Yeah, exactly. It's 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 exactly that scene in Zootopia where she pulls out the carrot pen that's also a recorder. Yes. Except with the Doctor and Daleks, and this happened first, so. <laughs> yes, it did. But Zootopia, <laughs> great movie. Ah, uh, and death. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. I have kids. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. It is. Um, but yeah, I mean, also in that scene, we get the, the Bracewell reveal, which is great. Yes, I had forgotten how, like, abrupt it is. I almost wanted to say jarring, like when he gets his hand blown off and it's like, oh, oh, wait, I'm an android. Yes. Um, and then and then and then later, oh, wait, I'm a bomb. <laughs> yes, he's just many things. And he's also he apparently a man. There you go. Yes. I, and I love it. I love I love speaking of I'm a man, you know, Churchill coming in and is like, look, I don't care if you're a machine, oh, which, you, you know, you don't <laughs> exactly. I don't give a damn if you're a machine, but are you a man? <laughs> yeah. That's great. That is yes. great writing, Gatiss. Well, I mean, also, uh, Churchill has the, if Hitler invaded hell, I would give a favorable reference to the devil. <laughs> right. It's also great. A lot of, a lot of good lines here. Yeah, Hard to believe yeah. this is the guy who wrote Sleep No More. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, Mark. Hey, sorry. You have, you have highs, you have lows. It's very, very it true. Uh, speaking of Mark, uh, we had a talking point that I skipped over. Apologize. Apologies. No, no um, we're talking about Mark Gatiss and his ability to turn our expectations about Daleks on their heads. So why don't you uh, clarify that statement, sir? Well, I just, you know, anybody coming into a Dalek story, right? Anybody who knows even like the basics of Doctor Who lore, right? The mm -hmm. Daleks are the bad, bad, bad guys. Yes. The Doctor's the hero. Um, and so, you know, we open and we're there, uh, at the, uh, at headquarters and, you know, oh, oh, come up on the roof. Let me show you our new project. And, and you don't even see them yet, but you see their laser blast yes. just knocking these planes out of the sky and the sound effect and the sound effect. And you know, that sound effect, you're like, oh crap. Yeah. These are Daleks. Doesn't help that the story is called Victory of the Daleks. It kind of gives it away. Right. I get it. I get it. But anyway, but you know they're going to be revealed and you're like, wait, they're helping the British. They're helping the good guys in history. And and just right off the bat, you know, your expectations of, well, these are bad guys, but they're helping the good guys. There's this, you're, you're thrown off balance. You're mentally thrown off balance, right? Your expectations are being subverted. And for... A good while they're like we're your soldiers yes we are we are your tea fetchers you know we we're here to help don't you like our nice you know unit shade of green mm -hmm. uh, oh uh, paint jobs i, I love paint we'll, jobs. we'll and, get and we'll get to it we'll get to it. utility belts they have and crap like that i love it um and so we as viewers are sitting here going i i what what's going on this isn't right. This isn't normal. So I like when shows do that. I like when shows put me off my footing and they've got me guessing. Yes. You know, somewhere in the back of my head, it's like, yes, they're still going to end up being the villains. The doctor is still going to end up being the hero. Yes. But at least on a first viewing, how that's going to play out, I'm sitting here going, wait, what? <laughs> and so I, 
I naturally, because of that off balance footing, I'm more invested to figure out what's going on and I'm more attentive to the story as a whole. And I think Gatiss does a great job doing that. I agree. And then he wrote Sleep No More. Uh, Which didn't have Daleks in it. So there you go. That's why. You know, that, that's got to be why. That's why. Um, <laughs> all right. So a lot of, a lot of Daleks in this. Um, we meant it goes with the territory. Yes. We, we mentioned, I called them the Union Jack uh, Daleks. Right. Um, I have a picture of those in my story notes. It's a very like army unit green. Uh, mm-hmm. They got the Union Jack underneath their eye stock, which I love. Just the attention to detail is so great. Yeah, and as you said, the uh, around their, um, I guess, neck, if you if a Dalek really had a neck. Um, shoulders. Shoulders is the, uh, I guess it's a, med- is it a medical pack? I, did, I, I don't didn't know. Really so t- you, I, I, I just considered it like a utility belt. Utility belt, yes. You know, it's got little little pouches and pockets. I love, I, I mean, you want to talk attention to detail? The simple fact that they've got little, like, sheaths covering their lights because obviously world war ii you're going to be in a blackout situation oh yeah so so Ah. there was enough thought in the design to make sure that those were covered very clever i didn't catch that that was very clever very nice so we we enjoy these these uh the union jack daleks but then we get um the new daleks and i personally don't hate these i don't um i think i might be on an island by myself um (laughs) but also i mean you could look that in this in the show notes they they're like we have these designs since this i don't know man these look like like somebody was like we need the daleks to be more colorful so we can sell stuff well i wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of that yeah, I mean, I I personally, I, they are huge. They're gigantic, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of crazy. But other than that, I mean, like, I don't, I don't hate a blue Dalek. I, when they came out this time, I didn't dislike them as much as I did the first time. That said, I still don't love them. But I've also got, you know. 30 odd years worth of seeing the this more original style right you know your remembrance of the daleks type daleks um and stuff like that these are if marvel came along and bought up doctor who and said we're gonna revolutionize the daleks they're gonna be all new daleks with superpowers we're gonna Mm -hmm. give them these bright shiny colors i don't know why that's the voice of marvel but that apparently is the voice of marvel um it's it's kind of that same kind of vibe now i i will i will be the first to admit i don't watch any of like the dc shows on like what is it wb C- well yes the C- former w- wb yes. yeah C- sorry <laughs> no I'm you're old. fine i'm old on upn right um, oh my goodness right that's going way back sorry cw thank you um but when i see photo stills from those episodes if i'm reading like entertainment news elsewhere everything looks a little too perfect and too clean yes i I feel like i can't take this seriously because these characters who are superheroes right or just avengers in costumes um 
um, they they look too perfect, too clean, too neat and tidy. There's 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 a a lack of realism to them, which I get it. They're superheroes. There's a whole lack of realism there. We don't need to dive down that rabbit hole. I have that same kind of feeling when I look at the new Paradigm Daleks. They're a little too shiny. They're a little too quote unquote perfect. Okay. No, I, I get I, it. I, I, I like our roughed up Daleks. So if these were like, well, I mean, we also have to realize the they look brand new because they are quite literally brand new. <laughs> yes. Yes. And maybe if they had been through a number of stories and, and we, if they just stuck with it, like, nope, this is what we're doing. We don't care how fan outraged you are. Right. They get more weathered and more aged. You know, maybe it would have been just fine. Maybe I wouldn't have thought twice about it by that point. I don't know. Maybe if this was a two-parter and they had seen some battle and then that's what they they ended up looking like at the end, maybe everyone would have been like, oh, that's fine. I mean, what would... I'm just trying to think of something like like a new Paradigm Special Weapons Dalek. Like, what would that even look like? Oh, man, it'd be the greatest thing ever. Anytime, uh, anytime. I, I know. I know, I know. Special weapons Dalek is your other girlfriend, but uh, and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm not judging your life choices. I love the special weapons Dalek as well, but I just I can't picture what it would look like, all shiny and buffed out, and you know, turtle waxed. It'd probably be like straight up the silveriest silver and gold. Probably, yeah. Yeah, special you know? special weapons Dalek. Special vote, vote special weapons dollar 2020 because it's better than any other choice we've got out there. I right agree. <laughs> I love special weapons dollar. Yes, it's so ridiculous how much I love special weapons dollar. I, I loved it so much when in like what Magician's Apprentice. Yes. It gets a little cameo. Yes. It makes me happy. Oh, so good. So good. Ah. <sighs> But enough about Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I get it. it. It makes sense. Like, I, I, like, I'm just kind of, I like them, but I could take it or leave it, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. just give me the Daleks. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I totally get that. And like I said, when I saw them this, this next time, this, this most recent time, you know, I didn't dislike them as much as I did the first time. So maybe if I watched this episode a few more times, I'd actually come to like, really like them. Right. Um, what else Dalek wise do we get? Oh, we get, I mean, classic Dalek vision and the, the electrocution of two soldiers. Yes. Which is great. I got to, did you see the, the screen grab I got of it? (laughs) That's a really good timing. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did a very good job. I mean, I, I love it because that feels classic. Yeah. Like, you know, the vision and the, the, the skeletons showing of the people they've just shot. Right. It's, it's good stuff. I, you it's, know, it's better than just a photo negative and, and calmly falling over. Yes. Um, I, one other thing that I just like, besides, you know, we miss you, Murray Gold. Um, <laughs> not that we miss, I, we remember you fondly. Let's go with that because we really no, enjoyed the music from. Yes. I will never, I will never get tired of I am the doctor. Yes. Oh, or it's Amy's just, theme. Yeah, but there's some there's just something about the way that those strings swell. Yeah, man. That, that just like it I have a physical reaction to that piece of music. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing I really noticed about this is the sets. Yeah. The sets in this were so good. Um I the war room was great. The I guess the telecommunications room was mm-hmm. also cool. 
Even the Dalek ship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the BBC know how to do a seriously period piece, you know? So everything that's, oh, oh, we're in World War II this week. I'm just, you know, the the sets are just dripping with, you know, accuracy and stuff. I, I love, I love how classically saucer shaped the Dalek ship is. Yes. Oh, I mean, like, like you want to talk like, and I'm sorry, I'm going to deviate to the paranormal here for a bit. I mean, that's a pretty classic saucer shape. I mean, yeah. that is, that is Roswell, mm-hmm. Bob Lazar, you know, sports model kind of just classic saucer, which I, I don't, I mean, when the Daleks were invented, you know, you've got sightings of saucers and stuff. So, so to put them in just a saucer. Yeah is is great because well now we can just attribute any saucer sighting well it's daleks yes that's where i'm going with this (laughs) that's the tweet that's the tweet that's the tweet indeed uh yeah man you know i every time i see that this episode with the with the the dalek saucer i go man that's so cool that's just like (laughs) that's where it is that's where's that episode just hanging out on the dark side of the moon (laughs) yes which is which is also great um I want to talk about the TARDIS and uh, console room a little bit. It's been a while okay. since we saw it. Um, revisiting it briefly, how did you feel about it? I mean, it's very steampunky. Oh, yeah. It's just got a I, lot I, going on. It's it got does the dongles. have a lot going on. <laughs> I've, always liked, I've always liked Matt's um, TARDIS interior. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. Like, like tenants... And 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 obviously Eccleston's before it were were both very like really kind of very organic. Yes, this is now kind of starting to shift. I feel like you know you look at it, there are some organicish elements to it from before. But right. yes, this is definitely a lot more steampunk, and I feel like we we get that you know pushing forward into the rest of modern Who. Um, it's it is also busy in some ways with with the different stairways going off in just so many directions and like you actually have to looking at the picture that you snapped here you know you've actually got a fair bit of a walk just to get to the door <laughs> yes yes you do um I, I it's i never really had noticed it but that's that, that far that's pretty much all of modern who i feel there's a bit of a walk i to get where you need to go yeah i'll be honest this this feels looking at this and it may just be the picture angle i'll give it benefit of that doubt this looks like a further walk than tenants was it was oh i I believe literally like door ramp console oh yes i I, you know what i do agree with that yeah the the little ramp you know this is like door like vestibule (laughs) then there's like a little like open area and then you hit a couple of stairs up and then you hit the console room. This is almost yeah. like eighth doctor TV movie esque where you're having to run across an entire room. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit I can see that. But I, I like it. I like the um I like that the time rotor kind of looks like a um oh my God, I can't think of it. It's a it's a very old piece of technology and it's got a couple of little like bobbles in it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like a really old barometer. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Um, but I, I I like that he's just kind of got a an old fashioned looking time rotor to it and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I really I really dig it. Really dig it. All right. Any last any last words, Taylor? Oh, you know what? Talking about 
say um the visual effects mm -hmm. i was actually really impressed and i admit part of it was cgi um bracewell's whole like under oh his under not the headache. under yeah undercarriage yes i was about to say the same thing yes that's not correct though um <laughs> i was really impressed by that i thought that looked really good yes and that i mean just as you know we're kind of uh wrapping it all up into one thing here that whole scene was great yes thank you because i was going to mention that if you didn't but yeah, yeah this, this whole proving in human scene yes i forgot how good that was and when where amy uses one tactic and the doctor uses a different tactic mm-hmm but they mm-hmm. both they both center around the the hurt that it is to be human, which is funny. Um, yeah, and I, sad, I, but I'd forgotten that this was our Jamie Dodger episode. Yes. Oh, oh, that that made me very happy, and I, this is probably where my obsession with Jamie Dodger started because I was well, like, "What is that? I want to eat it." Yeah, and 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 if I'm not mistaken, I mean, we are talking ten years ago. I think you and I sat down to talk on a a now very defunct podcast of yours yes um Um, around the time that matt smith was well i can tell let me let me jog your memory here please i think you were living around where pruneyard was yes is living in campbell um and yes we did eat jammy dodgers and jelly babies yes we talked about doctor who for uh probably two hours and it ended with you showing me what the new monster looked like, and it was the silence. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, man. So there Holy you go. Moly. Holy moly. That episode is probably somewhere. I don't know where it would be, but. Old hard drive somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think the only thing that I would want to talk about before starting to wrap things up here is I remember when I first saw this, that the idea of spitfires in space. Oh yes. This. Okay. I, I love thought, this. I thought, see, when I first saw it, I thought it was really silly. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. And I'm like, what is going on here? There's so much that just doesn't make sense. And watching it today, I was like, oh, they're using that gravity bubble technology. I'm like, okay, it still doesn't explain how those engines are getting enough air to run. (laughs) It doesn't explain how they suddenly have lasers instead of machine guns. Right. There is part of me that, that now, you know, 10 years on is like, look, it's Doctor Who. Repeat to yourself, it's just a show. (laughs) I should really just relax. Danny Boy to the Doctor. Come on, that's great. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree. So fun. And then I believe when a good man goes to war, Danny Boy comes back, right? Uh, Yes, I believe so. When we have uh, our our, uh, all-star team. That's right. I feel like they come back. I think you're right, yeah. But that's fun. It's been a long time since I've seen that story. Yeah, and I mean, it is it is pretty. I remember the previews for this season when you see the uh, when you see them flying in space, you're like, oh boy. But uh, I like it. I thought it was yeah. Fun. <laughs> Dog fight in space? Why not? Yeah, and then and that's exactly that. That has become my attitude about so much of Doctor Who. It's just like, oh, here's this crazy idea. I'm like, why not? Let's run with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm just happy to have Doctor Who in our lives still absolutely all right i'm hitting it all right 
I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time I could listen to an entire podcast of just that soundbite. Oh my gosh. 40 minutes, let's do it. Um, so what do we think here? We have um, the doctor <laughs> uh, just baseball bat swinging on this Dalek. Uh, he technically never smashes him, but he does also bicycle kick him, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> where are you thinking this lands? Because he did try his hardest to smash. He really did, and he, I know he was putting his all into it. Mm-hmm. Like he really wanted to smash him, and and maybe had that giant wrench been charged by the hand of Omega, oh, um, you know we might have cracked the casing. Yes, um, but it was still just the whole intensity of that scene. I kind of have to take it as a whole. I can't separate the story just from the swanging. Um, I give it a solid six and a half. You know, I'll probably I'll go with a six here um i agree with everything you said uh i think it 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 was a 5.5 until the bicycle kick the bicycle kick just really does it for me i don't know why just because he's like i'm so frustrated i'm just gonna kick this thing Mm -hmm. um but do it in the most uh the the like with flair that he could (laughs) and i like it. it a for effort for sure yeah exactly that's for sure all right, now we uh, we go behind the couch. Indeed. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the couch scare. <laughs> what an evil laugh! What a maniacal Thank laugh! Thank you. I didn't. I didn't even like pitch that down much. Oh, nice. That's even like, better. Yeah, I just do that on my own sometimes. <laughs> All right, uh, Taylor, what are we thinking here? Daleks, guys getting electrocuted, people I, exploding know, in space. Yeah, see, it's it's funny. I've just I've 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 learned so much like in this past like three months of where my kids' tolerance and, and, and they're changing, obviously. Like Echo's like, yeah, no big deal, whatever. And parents like, no. I don't want to see any of this kind of stuff. And so, so I feel like I'm getting like too disparate <laughs> right. uh, 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 perspectives here. Um, I think the story on the whole is not particularly scary. Um, you know, it's not like the silence. It's right. not like, you know, horribly creepy monsters. It's not like arachnids in the UK, like no. little kids, spiders, you know, it's not going to mix well. Um, I, I think the reveal of Bracewell, like getting his hand blown off, is a little jarring. Um, yes. And and thinking of my son, yes, somebody getting blasted, and you're like, oh my god, I see their skeleton. <laughs> yes. Like I know that he would not like that. All right. I know that he wouldn't like that. I think Echo could handle it and be like, whatever. Um, so I mostly be cool with the kids seeing it. If I was like, like, okay, the scene's coming up, but I just literally probably just cover parents' eyes. Like, <laughs> Look, watch the rest of this. Just, nope, trust me. Okay, trust trust me. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. next time, Taylor. Yes. The, we are... the pandemic is over and we're going back to school. Oh, God. I wish for one of those. I wish not for the other. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah no we are going be, and you're right i was looking at the spreadsheet just today and it has been ages 
um, since we watched Andy David Tennant. We've now watched some Matt Smith. Um, I think we've watched some Chris Eccleston more recently than either of these two. Um, but amazingly enough, we have not reviewed School Reunion. Oh, well, all that changes next week. Indeed. So, School Reunion, starring David Tennant as the Doctor, Billy Piper as Rose, Liz Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith. I'm very excited for this. Oh, and K-9 is in there as well. Yes, yes. Uh, written by Toby Whithouse and directed by James Hawes. Exciting. I'm excited. I, I scrolled down and I went, all right, we're yeah. we're doing some Tenet. I almost I, I, picked I, a Tenet last week. but Yeah, well, I think I think had you picked a Tenet, I would have picked a Smith because as soon as you picked a Smith, I was like, wow, if it's really been that long, I'm like, I should pick a Tenet. <laughs> I, I kind of already decided that last week when you announced this week's. Yeah, well, now was, I got to figure well, out. Well, which one are we doing? Yeah, now I got to figure out are we doing 9, 10, or 11 next week. We'll see. Mm-hmm. The week after, I mean. Yeah. The week after. Tune in and find out. But until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, and also Spotify. Just search Podcastica and rate and review us as well. Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash the NOTLG. And uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com, patreon.com slash notlg. But I guess the message continues to remain the same. You have friends who are artists, who are independent artists. Support them any way you can. Uh, retweets, all that stuff. Um, do what you can for them. And we're, uh, we're going to get out of here. But thanks for joining us. And join us again next week for School Reunion. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. See ya. I could listen to an entire podcast of just that soundbite. Oh, my gosh. 40 minutes. Let's do it.